Hi, everyone. It's Robert Poole with the Growing Your B2B Small Business Podcast. Today, I want to talk about recent events that have really changed my life and our business for the better. Let's get started. Do you have a small B2B business? Are you frustrated with the lack of resources to grow in B2B? So where do we go to learn how to grow our B2B small business? Should we focus on traditional offline methods, online techniques, or both? How do we bring in more clients and revenue and yet keep our sanity? I'm Robert Poole. Join me as I share two decades of B2B growth experience, learn new techniques, and combine both offline and online growth strategies to grow my own business. If you're listening to this podcast, you're part of an elite group of achievers who aren't willing to settle for a, just a nine-to-five job. Welcome to the tribe and welcome home. Okay, everyone, I hope you're having an awesome day today. In the last episode, we talked about your most valuable asset and some ideas on how to keep it from losing it. You know, today I want to talk about a serious subject, as the title indicates. You know, before we get started, though, I want to make sure my comments are not misunderstood given the seriousness and the sensitivity of the situation. As of the recording of this podcast, we've been in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic for about eight to nine months with hundreds of thousands of deaths and even more hospitalizations just here in the U.S., It really is a tragedy of epic proportions. You know, my heart goes out to all those who've lost loved ones and gotten severely sick or lost their income and their security. Uh, And I don't mean to make light of this at all. And for all I know, you could be listening to me posthumously as no one's even immune to this, which is really scary. You know, however, this podcast is about what this tragedy has forced me to do that I wouldn't otherwise do. So I hope you can see my intent and not take anything I'm saying as insensitive or offensive. You know, really, this episode is about my experience and belief in life that often bad circumstances force you to evaluate what you're doing and make changes to get you back on course. Often, you know, some of the worst experiences you go through uh, have some really good outcomes on the other side. As I said, that's not to minimize or disrespect anyone's difficult or tragic circumstances, but more of a life philosophy. You know, uh, no one disputes that the coronavirus has been a huge tragedy in almost all of our lives. However, the question becomes, how can you take this bad situation and turn it into a positive? I remember years ago, I uh, heard Tony Robbins say something to the effect that, you know, when things are going great, we tend to party. And when they aren't so good, uh, we tend to ponder or something to that effect. And I think it's true. And I know it's been true in my life. I look back over my business career and in my personal life, and some of the darkest times have forced me to make changes that made us a better company and made me a better person. You know, for many years, uh, my business partner and I used to say that our best decisions were made when our back was up against the wall. You know, can't make payroll on Monday, going downhill, not growing. You know, that's where some of our best decisions came from because we were forced into getting out of our comfort zone and forced to do something differently. You know, I kind of uh, knew this academically, but, you know, it was mostly in retrospect, meaning, you know, I could look back and say, wow, if we hadn't been so broke, we wouldn't have started cold calling or we wouldn't have been burned. uh, We wouldn't have made that changed. But this is almost always in hindsight, far removed from the actual problem. You know, while facing the problem, I usually complained and panicked and, you know, thought the world was coming to an end and catastrophizing and all that. Um, You know, so it's only been in recent years that I've been able to change my perception. When the coronavirus panic hit in mid-March and the financial markets collapsed and most of the country went home, it would have been very easy to get severely depressed and feeling hopeless. You know, in the past, uh, that's exactly what I would have done. I would have had, you know, too many drinks, eaten too much garbage, and sedated myself with the TV or other distractions. 
However, something in me told me that I need to take this opportunity to grow myself and our company. You can call it whatever you want. I personally believe that it was God tapping me on the shoulder with a, hey, this is the chance you're always asking for, so take advantage of it. Regardless of your spiritual beliefs, I think most of us would agree that we've had a moment of uh, clarity that caused us to make a decision which really changed our lives. I really started changing my thought process from a defensive posture of dealing with obstacles and life to a more proactive, uh, offensive mindset, if you will. You know, I love Myron Golden's idea that life happens for you and not to you. Uh, as I started to think about business and life like that, it gave me more power and peace than I've ever had in my adult life. You know, I look at my life and think back in my childhood and, you know, I was fortunate to have two parents who did the best they could to force me to grow by pushing me into situations that I wouldn't have done, of course, without that push. You know, my mother pushed me hard to do all the things I needed to do to get qualified to get into West Point. And if I hadn't been pushed to do those uncomfortable things, I never would have achieved that goal. I'm sure you can look at your own life uh, as a child, as an adult, um, and see good things that came from really bad or uncomfortable situations that you're pushed into. Anyway, this conscious decision to take this time as an opportunity to reevaluate what we were doing as a company has been one of the biggest changes in 20 years of Sales Double's history as a company. You know, I'm very proud of what our company has become, the number of clients we've helped over the years. You know, but in reality, we've done things largely the same way for almost two decades. We've improved our service, gotten better at it, uh, added features, you know, all that kind of thing. But at the core, we've pretty much done the same thing that we did 20 years ago. I mean, this is not bad, as I said. I mean, I think Sales Double has a great service that offers a lot of value to our clients. However, by forcing myself to go back to the basics, focus and work on why we exist as a company, there have been a lot of revelations and we've made a lot of changes internally. Not everything has come to fruition as only small changes are seen on the service, but internally we've refocused on how we can serve our clients, what problems they have and what they want and what they need and how we can help them with those problems. You know, as an example of the kind of changes we've made, uh, we started making a conscious effort to get honest feedback from our clients. You know, this sounds like it'd be a basic thing for any business to do, and and you should be doing it. However, I found over the years that an attitude had developed within our company that we know what's good for the clients and don't really need to keep ongoing feedback open with them where we actively solicit their thoughts, you know, not only on our service, but on what their major struggles were and, you know, and that sort of thing. You know, I'm embarrassed to admit that it took something like the coronavirus to get us to realize this weakness, but, you know, better late than continue on doing something the wrong way. You know, so you may be thinking, you know, well, that's very basic and, you know, we already do that. And I hope you are doing that in your business and keeping your focus on the client. You know, sometimes people will listen to me and say, well, sure, Robert, you've been in business for 30 years. You've got it all figured out. And uh, I would say, well, not even by a long stretch, uh, you know, with this example, you know, getting the feedback and Focusing on the client was something we did early on, but those years in business uh, can actually breed complacency and, and habit that gets in the way of the basics, which is what happened to us. So I, I know this is a lot of generalization and mindset stuff, but I think you, how you approach the problems, especially like the big one that we're in right now, will most definitely affect your success in business. I mean, when it comes to a catastrophic problem like the economy shutting down, you really have two options. Number one, you can panic. You can do everything you can to conserve cash, go after any accounts receivable with a vengeance and, you know, pray that things go back to normal soon. And, you know, just like your daily state control, this is a kind of disempowering and being on the defensive is a poor strategy for growth, in my opinion. You know, hope is uh, not a strategy, as they say. 
And I don't mean to be condescending about that. I mean, because that's how I've handled a lot of past uh, crises myself. You know, the other option is to take a step back and reevaluate all the parts of your business and start thinking about it from the standpoint of, uh, okay, if I started my business today, what would I do? Who would I want my clients to be? What kind of problems uh, would I want to solve for them? What possible solutions could we provide? You know, it goes back to the Vince Lombardi, you know, gentlemen, this is a football tactic. But, you know, if you haven't heard that story, Google it. But basically, he was successful as a coach because he went back to the basics every season, particularly in times of turmoil. We all need to go back to the basics in our business and make corrections no matter how uncomfortable or difficult it may seem. You know, as I mentioned, our company has essentially offered the same thing to clients for 20 years, you know, outbound cold calling and follow-up marketing. Um, what we realized, though, recently is in with all our talks and communication with clients is that we really need to provide additional gui- guidance to our clients. Uh, because of that, we're developing a coaching program, uh, industry-specific masterminds, as well as other programs to help our clients through education and guidance based upon our experience in B2B marketing for 20 years. I was, uh, to be honest, this isn't comfortable for us. Me in particular as a leader is we haven't done it before. However, you know, I kind of remind myself that anything new is uncomfortable until you get good at it. And I try to focus on serving our clients and getting past my own fear of the unknown. You know, doing this podcast is part of my own growth and has forced me to think through past experience, uh, what's worked and what hasn't, and, and hopefully be able to provide some help to someone out there. You know, if you had told me prior to the coronavirus, I'd be doing a podcast in, you know, nine months. And I would have laughed you out of the room. You know, it's reasons like this that I'm really grateful for the challenge that the coronavirus has presented me. Like I said in the beginning, I'm in no way happy about the lives lost or the pain and suffering it's caused. But I am grateful that it's forced me to change. You know, I know this is more of a philosophical episode and not a lot of tactical tips. uh, But I wanted to talk about this subject for a few months. But I, I wanted to wait until my thoughts were fully crystallized and the timing was right. As of the recording of this episode, we're a week away from the elections in the U.S., which, regardless of who wins, may cause further upheaval. I'm grateful to have sort of a dry run with the coronavirus so that I'm ready to deal with anything that comes next. Thanks for hanging with me today, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for listening today. I hope you learned something you can implement right away. I know your time is valuable, and it's really an honor to serve you. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and give me your honest feedback and what future subjects would help you out the most. Now, I've also put together a short ebook on some of the top lessons I've learned in 20 years uh, in a B2B business. You can download a free copy at growyourb2bcompany.com. That's growyourb2bcompany.com.